Welcome everyone, we are about to begin Be'ezus Hashem, Shalom Bayez, Shir number 328. Today we're going to discuss secrets that are not to be kept from your wife or from your husband. And it's okay, doesn't mean you have to tell your spouse everything. We talked about this in the past, that um, there are things that happen during the day that really have no major significance, um, or things from the past that are over and done with from before you were married, that have no relevance to the, your present life. Um, those things, they are not, it's not needed, and it could even be um, counterproductive to, uh, to share. However, things that um, cause, have an effect on present issues that are currently happening now, we need to be open with one another. So, for example... If uh, one of them is overspending and not telling the other, or the money issues, they're just overspending on because of stress or whatever it is, they're going, they're buying more clothing and, or and more things that they should beyond what their budget is really there and what's really due, what really uh, you know what they have, they need to talk about it with each other. Uh, no secret bank accounts or anything like that. Be open with each other about a budget and things like that. We know that. It's very important, though, that there should be a certain givingness, obviously, not to be stingy and to um, be allow your husband, wife, whatever it is, to spend within a reason and not be over meticulous about it. That's a big chesed. You know, this is one of the dilemmas in, in marriage where, where, where sometimes the husband is nervous about the, the budget and then the wife sometimes needs something and spends a little more than... Than, than he feels she should. That creates tension, and he needs to learn to overlook it. So yes, that is true, that he needs not to be tight-fisted and allow things, even if it gets a little tight, and to give some leeway um, in a healthy way uh, to allow spending, but within reason. Everything needs to be within reason, and you know everyone knows their own budget, their own financial position. If it gets to a point where it's very much out of hand, uh, you know, beyond what you mamish could afford, then there needs to be a discussion between the two of them. You know, we need to rein it in a little bit. Let's work out something together and do it in a calm, menschlich way. The best time, best thing, time to do this is before it hits any crisis mode. And let's say, Baruch Hashem, even if there was a raise, okay, now what could we do? Or you need something and work it through with each other, but don't keep secret if you are, if you know yourself, you're overspending on things that are beyond your means and discuss it and do your best to put a stop at the, with that and um, get back to something that's healthy in regard to fiscal spending and f- fiscal responsibility. Another thing that's important to talk to each other is what we talk about, about the drifting apart aspect. Uh, we said many, many times that marriage by nature, even the best of marriages, sometimes has these ups and downs and points where they feel that they're drifting apart and there's a lost connection. When one of them feels that way, even if it's just one, if they both feel that way, obviously they talk to each other about it, they should and even if only one of them feels that the other one seems to be clueless or is in the routine where they don't feel anything is really wrong, but the other one feels lost and feels that they are drifting, they need to talk about it. They need to open up and speak and say, you know, something, we need something to, uh, um, we're getting into a rote, and uh, we need, let's work on, on putting a spark into our marriage again and, and, and making that a priority again. Maybe we should together go 
to these shiurim or or other things that could help us both uh, with that. But if, if you keep it to yourself, there becomes a further and further alienation, and that's not healthy. Of course, when you bring up anything we're saying here, you have to say it, of course, with a sensitivity and with a kindness. You don't say, you know, I feel you're like a, a, a stranger to me or something like that, something harsh like that. There's no reason to do that. You could always, even with difficult things like what we're talking about here, we could say it in a very, very kind way and more like the I statement, I feel a little bit disconnected. Um, No fault of anybody, but let's try to do things and let's talk about how to connect with one another again. Another thing that needs to be not kept secret is the physical intimacy about it. There will always be in a long-term commitment of marriage ups and downs in the sexual relationship in the physical relationships. There's different moods, different stages of life. And what happens, though, is is if that one of them who is not interested, you know, and, and sort of blocked it out and they avoid it, the other one feels deeply hurt and deeply rejected. And and th- there needs to be a discussion about it. How could we get this back in play? How could we get this back as as a part of our normal married life? Or if you knew that, you know, a couple of cycles, there was a lot of distance and very little time with one another to bring it up, talk about it and say, you know, we, we love each other. We have a connection with each other. Let's do what we can to, to create that connection again and to strengthen it. That again, like we said, with everything else, you say it with sensitivity, you say it with a kindness, you say it with, with a proper respect and love and concern. You, anything that's said, if it's said that way, it could do wonders. Of course, if it's said in a hurtful way, it could create more problems. So all of these things, if you say in a calm, kind way, not blaming anybody, not blaming you, it's no one's fault. But let's work on whether it's the how we spend money or how we could connect again outside the bedroom, how we could connect again inside the bedroom. All these things are very helpful and good. Another thing not to hide is if one of them is not feeling well and they feel physically ill or mentally healthy and unhealthy by either by feeling anxiety or depression or whatever it is that they're just not themselves and a lot of times they hide it from each other and okay you know if a per, if if one you know if it covers a short stage stage in life a uh, few days where they had one of them had a stressful period and they feel you they'll wing it on their own and and they'll get back to themselves fine but if you see it's prolonged and it's not going away and it's already more than a few days and it's already a week or weeks that, that you're just not yourself, physically you're feeling ill or mentally you're, you're feeling something wrong or there's a fatigue or there's something that's really, really hurting you, you need to talk it over with your husband and, or wife. Teamwork is a success when it comes to these things. To work it out, to brainstorm, if you haven't had your checkup, to convince one the other to get that checkup to find out what's wrong or if they're still feeling down and how to handle that downness or how to handle that anxiety and you're a team and you're open with one another because what happens is is if one of them keeps it a secret tries to hide it and the other one may or may may catch it uh, other uh, or they may be absorbed with their own things that are going on that they may not notice until it's very late and then there's some serious issue why didn't you tell me? You should have told me already a month ago. We could have handled it. Or two, two, two months ago, we could have handled it. 
So all of these things work that way. Everything I'm saying now, even though it's uncomfortable talking about, because you'd rather not, you'd rather bury it under the rug and not talk about, but all of these things we're talking about are types of things that if you ignore, bury it under the rug, not talk about, it's not going to get better. The problems won't go away by its own. It'll usually accelerate till it gets to a point where it's already too late, you know, then the problem is more pronounced, and then, okay, what do we do now? We should have nipped it into the bud all the way in the beginning. So let's say with the financial stuff, if you start out right away initially, as you feel there's a certain slipping when we're not where we're struggling paying our bills, let's discuss it right away. If we're feeling a little bit of a drifting, let's discuss it initially right away. If our physical intimacy or emotional intimacy is getting, you know, to a point where it's even slightly getting weaker than it was before, let's talk about it. And of course, like we just said now, if one of them is feeling not well physically or mentally, and it's not just a phase, they need to talk it over. They need to discuss it. And, and work out as teamwork because you love each other and work together on solu- solutions. Another thing, which again is tricky, is secrets about the past. So we started in the beginning of this year is that if things of the past is in the past and it's a negative thing and it's, it's over and done with, no reason to bring it up. However, if something in the past is affecting you in the present, so for example, if you um, um, uh, had a traumatic experience as a teenager, whatever it is, and you notice or you start realizing that some of your behaviors now towards your wife, towards your husband, has a lot to do with that experience and it's affecting you in the present in negative ways. And you, you really see that. Or things that you saw in your parents' home, it was a contentious and they were always screaming and fighting with one another. And then that trickled an effect that even in the home now you're more tense and you're less sensitive and you could sometimes be angry or irritated and things like that and you realize there's a connection and you realize you're following a pattern then those aspects of the past could be and should be discussed and see what help you could get to get beyond that so there again there's a shikal hadas how much of past experience you do tell and how much you don't tell what's letayeles, what's not letayeles, but there's definitely areas that are definitely letayeles to talk about certain things in the past that are still affecting you negatively in the present to talk it through. Also, if you know and and your husband or wife doesn't realize it yet that you are eating extremely unhealthy on one extreme, Usually you could tell when there's a gain of weight, but not always. Sometimes you're just eating very unhealthy. Or the opposite, you're starving yourself. You know, you, you want to lose weight and one of them um, is, is like starving themselves or doing excessive things um, or is drinking excessively, but they're able to hold it in. Sometimes it's, it's, it's things that you could acknowledge right away that you see. You know, you come back from a kid, you notice right away that that the husband drank too much or whatever it is, but sometimes they could hold it very well and the wife may not notice, but he knows. He knows, you know, his drinking is out of control. This is not, not healthy, not normal. Instead of burying it under the rug or not wanting to talk about it, to face it, and sometimes you need to face it together because it's something they're going to find out anyway down the road. These things are like that straw that sticks out of the, of the that sooner or later, which Lister Charm says that about straw sticking out of a, of a, 
of something that uh, you'll see it sooner or later and it'll be revealed to everybody. So those type of things, don't wait till it accelerates and gets worse, but rather deal with it in the present and deal with it now and before it gets serious and work it through together. And don't keep these secrets. Some, very often the wife or husband will say, I wish you would have told me earlier we could have dealt with it together. As upset as I may have been, I needed to hear this because now we could work on it. We could help each other. Um, and, and, and going forward, let's not wait till something spirals out of control. Let's handle it now in the present. Another aspect that's not necessarily related directly to keeping secrets or not keeping secrets is this hanhaga, this, um, this activity or ways that you treat each other as a parent. Very often a couple, husband and wife, parent each other. Uh, for example, one of them checks out because they're hyper-focused on work and neglects everything else. So the other sp- spice p- spouse picks up the slack uh, and puts food on your plate and don't forget your keys and, and don't forget to pick up the cleaners and, and remind them of the schedule and all of those things. And there's a mothering there, which may feel good initially because you say, hey, my wife, my husband is taking care of a lot of the needs that, that I really should take care of myself and they're doing it for me. And that's very, very convenient for me and helpful for me. But ultimately, in the long term, that mothering is, could, could create resentment, could, could be very, very draining. It may feel good, good initially, but it's not a healthy thing. First of all, you feel like you're one of the kids, like you're one of the kids. Like, you're, you know, and it's not a healthy health, it's not a healthy place. It needs to be discussed together with each other, a certain plan. If sometimes if one of the spouses indeed is too tied up and can't handle a lot of things now, and the other spouse does need to pick up some of the slack, and they're willing to, there has to be an honest discussion between the two of them. What yes, what no, and how much is temporary because, let's say it's, I don't know, an accountant's tax season or the busiest season at work, and as soon as it gets less busy... The husband kicks back in and continues to do their their thing of what they're supposed to do, what they normally would do. But but ultimately, they have to talk about this because if they treat each other like children and they criticize and the nagging and very often with a very condescending voice, it's a very, very unhealthy thing. And you have to learn how to treat your spouse. They are not, they are not your child. Even if they, if they, let's say they are acting like children, one or both of them, you have to have discussions with one another about maturity levels, about growing together, about that, taking responsibility together. These things have to be discussed. And of course, everything we say here, obviously, ideally, if you can work it out between the two of you, that's beautiful. If you need outside help, there's no crime, nothing hurtful, only beneficial if you get the right people to help guide you back on course. But ultimately, all these things we discussed today, all these things that you know you shouldn't keep secrets from your husband and wife, and, and know that. Now, a lot of times, Victor Miller used to speak about it a lot, especially on the past stuff. Why open up a can of worms? Why say something negative about yourself? There's no reason, just like there's an Issa to say Lush and Har about others, it's also to say Lush and Har about yourself. So to say negative stuff about yourself just for the negative negativity of it um, to your husband or wife, even if it's true, there's no tayelis. It just makes things worse. But the things we talked about in through the course of this year are the opposite. These are things that by not talking about, it will make things worse. Why is that? Because here we're not talking about past stuff that's in the past. Here we're talking about 
maybe past stuff, but it's affecting the present and certainly present activities that are taking place now that, that one of them does know it's not healthy. The overspending, the loss of connection they feel, whether physical intimacy or emotional intimacy or mental health or they're not feeling wealth or, or, or whatever it is or their unhealthy habits that will only get worse if they don't nip it in the bud and take care of it now. Those aspects, the opposite is true. Secrets are not to be kept because otherwise it'll fester and it'll spiral out of control. It needs to be dealt with now when it's still relatively mild to say, okay, you know, <laughs> instead of heading downhill and snowballing, let's talk about it now. Let's snip it in the bud. Let's take care of it now. Let's work through these problems now. And you do this in the right way, in a respectful way, out of love and out of concern. It, it helps tremendously, and it saves many, many marriages from a lot of agmas nefesh that they would otherwise have if they would just bury things under the rug and let it continue. Bracha and